My name is Jacob Perleone, and I feel like I don't ever say that. I've not said that one time in all these podcasts. Maybe I need to say that more, you know? So if you want to look up my music or whatever, you can do that by typing in my name. But enough about me. Did you enjoy that intro song? Because that wasn't me. That was by my guest today, Connor Petrie. P-I-T-R-E is how you spell it if you want to look him up on Spotify, Instagram, whatever the hell. Do it. And, uh, man, we had a hell of a time. We talked for about three hours. We're a couple chatty dudes, so this podcast was going to, it was definitely going to be all over the place, and it was, but it was even more so all over the place, because my dog, mascot of the podcast, and my life, unfortunately, Laszlo, he interrupted us at every opportunity. He bit me more than a few times, so I I had to keep being like, hold on, let me pause the podcast, let me go get a damn treat or a bone or a Coke bottle, whatever will distract this dog for so we can have just 10 minutes of peace. So uh, he makes a couple appearances. But we're going to jump right into it. And also at the very end of this podcast, me and him, we talk about seeing Hey Jude, and I talk about having a voice recording on my phone. Well, I went, I grabbed it, and I put it at the end of this podcast. I think it's pretty funny. Maybe you will, too. Oh, my God. We're nearly freaking famous. This is Connor. Petrie, Petrie. Just a little punk kid beating on the stair rocking. White kicks with your shaggy ass hair. Living in the sub screaming life ain't fair. You got a fender that you still can't play. And trying to figure out... Laszlo. Okay, currently... Oh, it wasn't on full brightness. Oh, man. Okay, so that's party mode full bright. Dude, that is... Party mode, Go. it's a bunch of different colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, four or five. <laughs> it was counting. <laughs> yeah, but there's also uh, candlelight. Oh, that is, I'm guessing that's candlelight. That's candlelight. Not the red. No, no, no. So anyway, these are our options. <laughs> Any of those get your creative, get dude. your chatting juice flowing. Oh, dude, I love the fact that this deep dive, I can't see your face at all, you know? See, that's why I kind of like it. That's why you don't want to be seen. It you want to be, like, shadowy. Yeah, it makes it more of shadows. like shadows. Because then I feel like I can talk about whatever. Ooh, are you Batman? I don't know. I'm Jacob Wayne. Oh, okay. No big okay. deal. Jacob Perleone Enterprises. <laughs> we have $100 to our name, and we're not afraid to use it. <laughs> and two dead parents. That's right. <laughs> yep. How, how big of a comic book connoisseur are you or or a superhero connoisseur uh i've only read one comic book really the watchman oh it's excellent i can't shut up about it though it's so good it's incredible it's so good and i've looked it up and i'm like what is like the watchman and people just it's like nothing is like the watchman anything alan moore that the writer that did is like dark and gritty and excellent i think yeah. you would like i got v for vendetta oh v for vendetta okay that's a good one yep also, Alan Moore. You knew that, though, right? Yep, yep. Huge fan of that dude. Yeah, he's excellent. He's yep. apparently a huge douchebag. In what way have you heard? I've just heard that he's not very he's not very kind with people. Hmm. He's not very good with people. Hmm. <laughs> His interviews, he just kind of comes off condescending. And do you does that do anything for you when a super creative person that you admire mm-hmm. is a douche? Oh yeah. Do you like it or hate it? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. For some reason, I like it. It depends who it is because they're like, okay, like Quentin Tarantino, for instance. Quentin Tarantino's probably a dickhead. Probably. Like, like just everything I see from him, I'm just like, Quentin Tarantino's a dickhead. But like when he calls out a reporter or something, I just love it. Yeah. But then you have somebody like, I, my go-to is Axl Rose. I can't stand Axl Rose. And like, like everybody's like, but he's the true rock star. I'm like, he's a He's an asshole. To hell with that guy. I don't like him at all. What do you think about his voice? 
annoying. I think it's annoying too. It's not good to I me. Think, I think that if you didn't, so you don't like Guns N' Roses. I like certain songs by them, but I think Appetite for Destruction, when people rank that as one of the greatest albums of all time, I'm like, I think you should probably listen to more albums. Yep, yep. And now <laughs> yeah, all of sure. your fans that hate that love Guns N' Roses hate me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's all my They're fans. They're like, this he's is... the condescending douchebag that's being interviewed. <laughs> this is actually a Guns N' Roses podcast. Oh, my. Well, um, should I excuse on, myself out? Axel's coming on next week. Oh, this is I'm going to tell him what you said. I mean, you could say uh, our buddy uh, Matt Williams said that. Oh, yeah. He said it. He said it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Matt's probably never even heard Guns N' Roses. I don't think... Look, Matt is an interesting dude with his takes on music. Yeah. I I'll, I love like hearing his takes on who the best artists are. And then I say Kendrick Lamar is the greatest rapper of all time. Which, that's mm. uh, a stretch, me saying that. I think he's one of the greatest, though. And Matt comes with the hot take of, Oh my God, everybody says Kendrick Lamar is the greatest rapper. He didn't approve. I was like, Matt, you probably don't even listen to hip-hop music. What I know. I know. It's weird that... That's why I wish he was here. Matt bailed know. on us. He'd have some great things to chime in with. Or yeah. he'd be like, I've actually never heard of Quentin Tarantino. I've actually never heard of Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> some people... I feel like when it comes to most things... And I think I developed this maybe later on in life. Yeah. But like, I feel like country music, jazz music, Mm -hmm. and movies, whatever it is. I'm like, the genre is deleted from, oh my God. (laughs) No, a phone call at a time like this. Who is it? From Tim Kelly. Oh. Should I speakerphone him? Definitely. Let me speakerphone him real quick. Tim, you are live on a podcast right now, so don't say anything crazy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I got the mic. You're getting recorded, so what's up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> on the PC. <laughs> the yeah, French guy. Can you believe that? CP. What up, Tim Kelly? Get out of here, man. What are we talking about, man? Uh, Douchebags. press record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did not make it very far. We made it about three minutes. Yeah. In. So we're talking about Mac. Olives? No, not yet. I'm that's, sure he has a personal experience. That's coming well, don't up. Don't we all? Hey, God bless you, boys. Hey, right back at you, Tim. Love you, buddy. Watch the segues, man. Keep it steady. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look what. See ya. One of a kind. Truly one of a kind. Tim somehow managed to get onto this podcast (laughs) twice. And I was actually going to pitch it to you. I was like, I want to be the first guest to come on here twice. And he he just beat it. That was a nice appearance, though. That was a great appearance. (laughs) (laughs) In a natural Tim Kelly fashion. Yep. Always talking about God knows what. (laughs) There were like three different topics thrown into one. I know, but he truly is. And olives. And olives. And olives. We're getting back on the olives. All of Shaq, Yao Ming, Pete Alonzo. (laughs) Everyone got a shout out. (laughs) Don't you think New Orleans could have come up with a better name for their basketball team? Yes. I was not a fan of the Pelicans when it first came out. So but stupid. I say that as I'm wearing a Pelicans hat, they came out with some dope merchandise. Really? Like, that's what saved them. Because everybody around the league was like, the Pelicans, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, first of all, that's an offensive voice that you're doing. Yeah. And well, uh, is that a New Orleans accent? That was, <laughs> well, that was like a, a outsider's <laughs> accent. And I was just like, I don't know if you guys are trying to do our accent or what. Yeah, yeah. But I I was in agreement. I was like, I do not like the Pelicans. There there were some some great name options that would have probably had to be explained to the general public. But the one that I wanted was the New Orleans Rougarou, which is like one sounds awesome. Rougarou is that Rougarou. some sort of supernatural being? It is. See, I'm in. It is a like swamp monster oh. essentially, like the swamp grizzly bear slash werewolf love it it's more more so a werewolf but uh it is terrifying and it is awesome and it would have been great for 
basketball. I want to look up what a Rougarou looks like. I think it's R-O-U-G- I don't know how to spell that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, but, creepier than hell. Dude, it's terrifying. Yeah, like and, a swamp werewolf. Yeah, swamp werewolf. Um, and I just, I really wanted to see the merch. I wanted to see the team called that, or I wanted the team to be called that. The Rougarou is a monster from Cajun folklore. That's right. He has the body of, body of a man, the head of a wolf, and oh. he prowls the swamps looking for misbehaving children. That's right. He's damn, That's right. <laughs> he's damn I pedophile. Was never, I was never told that folklore by by my uh, grandparents because I, I think my my grandparents didn't, didn't know much about it. The Rougarou's a pervert. Yeah, he's he's a little pedo. <laughs> he's a bit of a pedophile. Hey, nothing more intimidating than that. Yeah, that's why you put him on a basketball team, team. full of perverts. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, it would have sounded great. But then once they started unveiling like the Pelicans logo and the the way the uniforms were gonna look and all that, I was like, okay, it's kind of it's kind of badass. So yeah. Then then you start calling them. You shorten it to Pels, which is cool. Like nobody has to hear pelicans. Like no, because nobody in New Orleans calls them the pelicans. We call them the the pels or the pellies. The pelicans. The, the pelicans. Sometimes, yeah. When you're angry. When you're really angry. Yeah. <laughs> you got the pelicans and the eights. Oh yeah. 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 Let me ask you this, because we're talking about supernatural stuff and all that. Do you believe in ghosts? I want to so badly, know, but, right? But I don't think I do. Dude, growing up in New Orleans all my life, I've always had weird experiences i've i've seen what i think are ghosts like up close like which now i'm gonna ghost. sound like a lunatic on your podcast but no i think what this is all about <laughs> yeah everyone that comes on yeah. i'm trying to get certified crazy dude i well, the last podcast i listened to you guys were talking about some uh, cryptids oh my brother's big into it i love it yep. one of my i find things like cryptids like super interesting so Okay. I, I loved hearing... I, I got to listen to his podcast, by the way. The Terribly yeah. Vanished Podcast. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. So, wait, hold on. You just yeah. tell me your face-up, your close-up ghost story, and okay. then we'll go cryptid talk. So, my my godparents, uh, uh, my godmother and my godfather, married, married couple. They got three kids, all close in age with me, um, and they always told me as a kid that their house was haunted. So I was always freaked out when I would go by their house. But like I was always at their house because they lived right down the street. And, you know, their their middle son is like two years. He's like your age. He's two years older than me. I was always hanging out with them. And I would I would go there and I'd feel a little weird and all that, which that's the thing. Like, I believe in ghosts personally. Um, and I always feel like if you walk into a place that's Got something going on, you you just feel it. I do think that there's something to that. That's yeah, energies and stuff there like is a that. Little yeah. Like, oh, this place feels creepy. Which the more that, and I'll, I'll get to the, I, I'll get to this point later. But um, but anyway, I, I would always go into their house and feel weird, like feel like somebody was watching me the whole yeah. time. And uh, and my dad and mom used to always just try and be like, like they tried to get me out of my scared little kid face because I was always scared of everything. And they'd be like, no, the house isn't haunted. They just say that you, you don't have to worry about that. There's no ghosts over there. When I was like maybe like nine or ten, we were over at their house one night. Like it was my family and their family. Um, we were going to ride out a storm together, which didn't make any sense. We lived right down the street from them. And, but we decided like, hey, we're, we're going to die together if anything bad happens. Do you guys get big storms down there? Oh, we've we've had our, our share. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we we boarded up the windows. It's like pitch black in there. And um I remember so just a little background of this ghost that apparently was in their house. Uh, apparently it was a little boy that like a little boy ghost that was, was just hanging out in that house. And um and what I remember seeing, the the electricity went out. Nobody was in the room with me. And I remember seeing, like, faintly, this face, not far from mine, maybe like like, I, like three, four inches away from my face, just lightly smiling back at me. Oh. And I went, Jacob, who is my cousin, also has the same name as you, Creeps. also same age as you. 
Creeps. Just yeah. I'm getting them. <laughs> so I just go, Jacob, and the lights come right back on. And my cousin kind of like walks in from the other room. And he's like, you sweetheart. Because he does all these weird goofy <laughs> voices. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, you sweetheart. And I was like, were you just in the room with me? And he goes, no, sweetheart. Oh my <laughs> and, God. What a haunting memory. Which, and, and I just, <laughs> I, I didn't tell anybody, which was crazy. Like back then, like I didn't tell anybody until I was about like, 12 or 13 a few years later and uh and my godmother said oh yeah that little boy's been living in our house for years and oh, i was like what what is going God. on dude they had some crazy like they my my oldest cousin josh one one night they were like they heard him talking and they were like what's going on and like what's josh talking talking about and they went in and they see him and he's just talking to the wall and they're like josh what are you doing and my cousin josh just looks at him and he goes i'm talking to the little boy oh and Jesus. they were like they're like oh an imaginary friend and he was like no the little boy that's right here and he was just mouthing off to the to the wall <laughs> and they were like uh come on jv we're getting out of the house see <laughs> that type crazy. of stuff. but do you think that you were like like it's one of those things where you might have to believe in it to have the experience. Right, you know? right. So that's what. That's how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. So you so, were told, you know, you were built. Re- you were ready. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, this yeah. house is haunted. This You're probably going haunted. to see something. There's some ghost. And then you see one. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, like back in the day, I used to be so scared watching ghost hunters. Yeah. I used to walk around with a tape machine and be like, Are there any ghosts here? <laughs> <laughs> Please speak to me. Now but, they've got those machines. Do you ever watch like the paranormal uh, expeditions? Now, oh they yeah, got yeah. The, they got the little thing that picks up radio frequencies. Yep, yep. See, I gotta get my hands on one of those. I don't believe any of that, but it is, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's really cool though. I love that. I mean, I just I, love it. You could be like, "What's uh, what's your name?" And then you'll just hear like this radio signal that just picks up and goes, "Shane." And it's like, <laughs> between, like yep, all this like, yep. other outside noise. Man, the best one, and this was like a crazy, I still remember, you know whenever you get like really scared or really nervous yeah. or whatever and you get that lightning bolt in your chest of like, <gasps> that crazy adrenaline <laughs> through your body. I, one time I was, I was probably 12 and I had a Power Rangers, Red Power Ranger tape machine. And I don't even know what it, I mean, it just like put a tape in record, but for some reason it was power. Like, why did they make that product in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> but I had it and it had the Velcro strap for your hand too. So you could like take it around. I have no idea, but I had it and I was ghost hunting. And it was badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was walking around and I was like inspecting the rooms and I was like, are there any ghosts here? Please speak to me. And then I would like hold it up, you know, and it was just dead silence. And then I went in one room. And I was like, uh, are there any ghosts here? Please say something. And when I played that part back, it said, whispered, it said, Karen, get out. And that's my mom's name. And I was like, upon playing it back, I was like, Whoa. I was like, I didn't hear that. And I ran to my mom and I was like, mom, I got a ghost. And she was like, no, you didn't. And then I was like, listen to this. It says, Karen, get out. And her and my dad, they were both like, oh, what the hell was that? They're both creeped out. No. And then I was like, I'm going about to make a million dollars. This is nuts. Laszlo's getting worked up. Energy in the room is changing. Laszlo, is there a ghost in here? And then I realized what ha- I was hit with the memory of what happened. And I had walked into the room, and my dog, Cody, was in there. And I was like, Cody, get out. <laughs> and it was just me. <laughs> I scared myself. And then I had to go back. I was like, hey, guys, don't freak out. I'm an idiot. Guys, uh, I was the ghost. Pranked you. Pranked you. I pranked so good, I got all three of us. Dude, it's right. crazy, man. Dude, I, I will say. Hold on. Please oh, put a pin in this for one yeah, second. Yeah, we're going to put a pin in it. Okay. Or keep talking, but I'm going to get him something. Oh, dude. I'm going gonna to check my phone. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> so World back to Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can either go with the Ghost or we can talk World War II vet. That's pretty cool. Uh, dude, uh, what were we talking about with with uh, the the Ghost? There was something like something in particular. 
you you said like your whole ghost story ended up being a sham. Mine was a sham. I never had any good ones, but my mom, she's real into supernatural stuff. Yeah. She's a hypnotherapist. Uh, you did tell me that. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So That's she's really interesting. She's deep into like that, which Feeling I'm into. Like the energies and stuff. But then she dips yeah. into the energies and the crystals and I'm like, well, now Oh, so it. she's like she's like really into like crystals and stuff. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. But that's new. Really? Back in the day she used to be just hypnotherapy, subconscious stuff only, which I think we're all pretty into. Yeah, that's the But now she's magnets and crystals. Ah, interesting. Does she do like weekly Reikis and stuff like that? Weekly Reiki. No. I don't know what that <laughs> is, to be honest. I just hear it from all my crystal loving friends. You got crystal lovers? Quite a few. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you dude, I, I have a lot of a lot of my friends in Nashville. Well, um, the, they'll be like, "You should really get into it. It's so good for you." And I'm just like, "I don't know if I believe." It. No, it's and, a, it's a rock. It's a I mineral, know. and it can be cool. But yeah. here's the thing: imagine if you believed in it, mm-hmm. and then you got a crystal that where you're like, "Oh my god, I got a damn obsidian yeah. or whatever a crystal yeah. is, a rare an opal. I don't know what a Ooh. crystal is." It's one of those. I don't even know <laughs> what the something. difference in a gem and a crystal is. But you get one and then you're like, oh, I'm good now. And then you operate as if you're good now because you believe in the thing. It's that They're, reverse psychology. That's what I'm thing, saying. Yeah. Therefore, the crystal does work because you believe it works. That's right. The placebo effect, essentially. <laughs> that's yeah. it. So yeah, I'm saying it. I wish that I wasn't so damn cynical about everything. Because I would, <laughs> then I would believe in something and feel so good about it. Do you, let me ask you this. Speaking of cynicality, do you feel like yeah. with age you're getting more cynical or less? Well, I think it, it's absolutely going in waves. Yeah. I go through waves of like six-month dips where I'm like, everything is fake and this world sucks. I hate everyone looking at me. And then all of a sudden I, I'm out of it and I'm yeah. like, this is a good place to be. My yep. head's above the clouds. I'm like, this is beautiful. Dude, that is me in a nutshell <laughs> and i don't know i unfortunately i think a lot of it goes hand in hand i think it's a, the music thing is a real sure. double-edged sword yeah i think if you want to play music then you keep tapping into your emotional side you know right. and it spins out all the time yeah where i'm like i know i don't want to play guitar i don't even want to listen to music i hate music yeah <laughs> and then I, that means i've overdone it Dude. and then it comes back around always <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I emotionally spin myself out often. Yeah, I dude, it's kind of the state I'm in right now. So I completely hear that. But this is how you get to where we are. Yeah, rock stars <laughs> living on our couch, trying to make a dime. Totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> I love it, dude. I feel like with age, I've become weirdly less cynical. Interesting. Um, but. I still have a lot of sin. I've, I've never been like a really, really cynical person, but there's some days you just talk to me and you're like, oh, that guy kind of sucks to be around, you know? Some days? A lot of the days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, I'll sit there and, and I'll be talking, like, dude, the last two months if you talk to me, and I, I'm curious if you've gotten this vibe, don't worry, I won't hold it against you. you I know? have. You've gotten it. You're like, dude, you suck to be well, around. Well, not that vibe, but I'm like... Petrie's got the blues. Yeah, I've got the blues. That's what I've been man. telling people. Dude. Been going, yeah, I, say, I just, I'll tell everybody. Yeah. Dude, that Petrie guy, blues. Petrie's he's, got the blues. You call him. He's, <laughs> you call him. <laughs> I can't stand to be around him. You Dude, call him. Dude, it's been weird, man. Like, I, I, you know, I went from, the last two years have been, well, last year was a hit, was a hit and a miss. And, um, and sometimes it was a hit. Uh, sometimes it was a big miss and uh this year it's felt like just miss after miss um but like a year and a half ago two years ago happiest i've been since high school like yeah like i was excited about life i was excited about my direction where things were going and then last year was kind of like things would be great and then things would suck and then things would be amazing and then things would suck and it was going back and forth and then this year started off fantastic and i was like getting my mentals right i was like uh writing a good bit and uh not a good bit like a lot actually and was just so happy and then something around like july august just a complete like slap in the face like 
surprise, your life's going to suck again. And, yeah. and then it's just kind of been taking that downturn lately. I've, you know, just with everything, people keep asking too. It's like finances suck. Uh, some relationships suck, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, just feeling feeling beat down and yeah, it's the therapy podcast now. <laughs> That's a, it's okay. Because you know what? There's someone else out there who feels the same way. That's right. And they can go ahead and call the number 911 if they feel it. <laughs> <laughs> they can go ahead and call someone else. Arrest Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, that sucks. But, it sucks. I, but I will say, I don't know if you feel the same way. I think yeah. this is actually, this might be unique to me because I try to tell other people this and they always think I'm nuts or whatever. But I'm Let's like. See. On a negative, you know, you like to use my negative 10 to 10 scale. Because <laughs> the 1 through 10, archaic, if you ask me. Okay? <laughs> it's barbaric. <laughs> negative 10 to 10. Yeah. Because it, you know, do I need to explain? Have I already explained the thought process I think here? you got it. Okay. You we'll find it. out. Okay. So negative, you know, then you leave room for the negative. You got room for the positive. Zero straight down the middle. You feel nothing. Right. I feel like a lot of times when I'm around zero, which is where I spend most of my time. Yeah. It's like I don't do anything. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm just like, are you Jake? Are you happy and fulfilled? No. Are yeah. you super depressed? No. And then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like wander around, I guess. Yeah. But then if I get thrilled, I can, I can have some energy. I start doing stuff. I'm pumped to keep it rolling. But I find so much more energy when I am massively upset and angry and depressed that I almost want to be that way because I'm like, <laughs> I feel I'm just like I don't need sleep. I'm just like I'm thinking clearly. I can write music. I do. I don't stop when I'm depressed, dude. I do the opposite. It's that's exactly how I feel. Like, so it's a blessing. Yeah, it, a certain. Way. I don't know if I if I welcome it quite as much as you do. You're kind of like like from, just from the sounds of it, it sounds like you're like bring on depression. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I want to get the hell out of this mother. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do find a lot of energy too when. Th- like you said, when you're thrilled, like, like I feel like I feel more creatively inspired when I'm thrilled. I feel more I got to get out of this situation energy when oh, I'm in the red. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Back like, against the wall. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, how the hell do I get out of this one? Yeah. <laughs> I start applying for jobs. I'm applying Dude, for college. I'm like, here bro. we go. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been I've been in a weird the last the last couple of days i felt like like it's it's not been as mentally taxing as it's been for the last two months but you mean getting, it still sucks but you get it's your new comfort zone uh, for the time being <laughs> 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 i'm ready to get out of this this feeling though you know i'm ready to be yeah. i think we're all ready to be financially like yeah happy you know and i don't know if we ever really get there you know i i talked to yeah. to adults and they're like they've got great lives and they got big ass houses and then they're yep. just like yeah this month's been tough on the old finances i was like what are you making like seven hundred thousand dollars a year yep well it's still taxing and it's yeah like, i know yeah tech yeah I you guess. just keep adjusting i feel like that's why it's important to be like to not ever have the focus of what you're doing with your life on yeah. like these weird things you know because yeah. it's like like whenever I start to think about playing music as something I'm doing for anyone other than me, I I start to be like I, I it's I, a job by that point. It's a job. I don't like doing it. I don't like the songs I'm writing. I don't like this music I'm listening to. Yeah. But then whenever I'm like, man, I don't care. I'm just like I just want to write a song that I think is cool and put it out for no one to listen to, and that's fine with me. I don't care. And then I'm like. Same for the YouTube videos. Like, I just put out the funny videos that I think are funny, and I'm like, okay, if anyone watches them, that's okay. Oh, but yeah. but it's for me. Right. And same with this. I wanted to do the podcast for forever. And I'm like, but everyone's got a podcast, you know? So why do I need right. And then I'm like, I'm not making a podcast for everyone. I'm making one for me to listen to over and over again <laughs> exactly. when I'm driving around. <laughs> dude, it, you told me that the other day. You're like, dude, I love listening to this podcast and all that. And I, I thought that was so fascinating I because... I you know I've got my own podcast can't can't listen back don't like the sound of my voice don't care to hear myself talking about music <laughs> like, I don't yeah what it's is interesting it, what is it about is it your own voice literally yeah 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 is it your takes your jokes um or just your purely your I think voice? it's just my voice honestly yeah I, I mean the takes 
fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Great tasting music. Dude, the, the, the jokes that I make, hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm a natural... Uh, Jim Jim Gaffigan. You're a regular old Jim. Yeah, that was a great joke right there. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yep. and uh but yeah, I can't stand my own voice. Like hmm. I I don't know if I'm gonna listen back to our own episode. Well, I'll listen to it ten times for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I will listen back, but it might be on mute just so you get the, the streams. I'll send you a version where you're muted. I'll just and I'll have to guess what you're saying, like so, what you're talking about with going, me. Really? No oh, way. Oh. <laughs> Ghost, you say? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I like I feel very like my episode with my brother. Yeah. I listen to that like ten times. Dude, that was a great episode. And it's not even like I know what we're about to say. Something about it, I'm just like, I don't know what it. Is. Something about being like making a good joke to me. Is is so much higher up than making a good song or something. Like I, I don't really like to listen. I listen to I'm my own music, way, yeah. but I'm critical about it. Yeah. I almost do it out of like self hatred. <laughs> I'm like, you idiot, you made this crap. <laughs> you now you have to sit through it. <laughs> but when I listen to myself talk, I'm like, what a good dude. Oh, <laughs> dude I would party with this guy. Yeah. Wait, I am this guy. Thank God I am this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it does not upset me to hear me talk, I, only to do what I'm trying to do for a living. Dude, it's it's so funny because I have been the opposite of that all my life. Like, like I'm very self confident, um, and I think when I was, especially when I was younger, too much to a degree. Like I was a bit arrogant, and uh, but I did a lot of theater, and we used to film every production. And e- I would even have a hard time watching that back. Like seeing myself on screen, listening to myself in an audio format, recording or anything like that. It's just hard for me. Mm. And I don't know why. And like there's time. I mean, like there's times I'll sit and I'll go back and revisit like the theater days and watch a video. And I'm like really proud of it. But like at the same time, it's like, dude, I, my skin kind of crawls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't watch the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know, maybe like, but you don't. What about listening to your own music? I I don't like to do it that okay, that often. Yeah. I do it if if like, I don't know. It's weird because it it kind of comes in waves. Because I mean, there's times I had a band called King Kudos in college, and I was really proud of that. Uh, what we did with that, and like, I'll listen back sometimes. And I'm like, dude, this is great. But then it's like, I think if I overstay my welcome listening, I'm just like. Don't love this at mm-hmm. all. And then it's crazy because people will come up and they'll be like, "Dude, you sounded great. Oh, dude, it's that was fantastic." And I was like, "Were you listening to the same shit I was listening to?" Exactly. Yep. That's how I feel. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. And maybe that's just we're we're our own harshest critics. So. Yeah. And I don't know if there's something to. Well, I don't know because I guess back in the day everyone had records, but yeah. I feel like I'm overwhelmed with like. On my, I listen to Spotify. Yeah, and I listen to you know all day, and I'm listening to like the world's greatest bands of all time. Yeah, over and over again. And then Chumba I'm like, Wamba. Yeah, uh, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz. But you listen to Radiohead, and then I'm like, okay, now it's my turn to play music, and yeah. I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. you know, it's just like crap. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, this is not Radiohead, but <laughs> but they weren't always them, you know? Right. So right. it's like, yeah, you listen to Pablo Honey compared to Moonshade yeah. Pool, and it's two different bands. Two different bands. So I'm like, okay. I got to take it easy on myself. I'm still trying to figure this out here. You know, I'm yeah. getting better every time. I like to believe. But back in the day when you just had like vinyls and stuff, you pr- you went through these phases. Like your arc of music you listened to was so slow because you're like, I only have one vinyl. I can only buy one a week or whatever, you know? So. Laszlo knows what you mean. How annoying is this? I love it. I love dogs, man. Oh, yeah. Laszlo. So what are your 50? thoughts on the economic state of America currently? He just like face planted right into the mic. That's probably going to come up on the recording. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to leave that in there. Um. Okay. All right. What else we got? Dude, we got some World War Two. We didn't even get to visit that yet. We didn't even go through our other favorite cryptids. Yeah. (laughs) During World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of that, have you seen that movie? uh, What's the World War II movie with cryptids that just came out recently, two, three years ago? Are you talking about the, um, 
the the one um it's got Kate Hudson's brother in it. Oh. Um <laughs> Wait, uh, uh uh I hope you say it. It feels like you're not gonna though. Something with a U, right? Like unborn or uh mm. I have no idea what it could be. But you've seen it. I haven't seen it. I, I've seen oh. the trailer, but it was one that I really wanted to see. Well, if we're thinking of the same movie, hold up. Now we got now I got a Google search. I saw it twice in theaters. Really? Not because it was that good. I actually don't know why I did that. But <laughs> the first time I watched it, so I had gone for the first time I went hunting in real life. Huh. And I was like, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna get into this hunting thing, you know? Yeah. So I got my grandfather's old rifle. Went to my friend's house, who's never done it either, and we were like, all right, day before, we're going to shoot these rifles, get comfortable. Day two, we're going to try to kill a deer. <laughs> so day one, we go out there, and we're like, you know, don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to figure it out, and I accidentally pop off a round out of this rifle. Scared myself straight. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I was, it terrified me. I'd have been the same way. It was my grandfather's gun, so it was like older than hell, yeah. and it was like super worn down. And something like slipped off my finger, not the trigger, but like the, the other part, the hammer. Yep. And it, luckily I knew it could happen, so I was pointing towards the ground, but still, I, it, when it happened, it's like, dude. And I was like, oh my God, if I wasn't prepared for this, I could have just blown someone's head off. <laughs> so it, I was freaked out, ruined the whole rest of the day. That <laughs> night, though, we went and saw this movie, whatever it was called Overlord. Overlord. There you go. In theaters, and I just could not shake because, you know, it's World War II, they got these guns. Yeah. And like everyone's like, just holding them at each other, like, where do you think you're going? And I'm like, that could go off any moment. <laughs> the trauma, the trauma yeah. that you suffered from it. totally it. ruined the movie for yeah. me. Good luck, you guys need to be better careful. They could have <laughs> police pointed at the ground or the sky. How was that movie, oh. by the way? It's yeah. always it's always been one that's on my list that I want to see, but I haven't gotten around to You should to watch it. it. Super good. watch, huh? Because there's nothing cooler than World War II. Of course. And the like, the lore of like, what the hell were the Nazis up to? Dude. Were they doing crazy experiments on whatever? They had to be. And this movie's like, they they creep in there and they find out they're making like super Nazis. That's what I thought it was. So, yeah. So they just like hit them with some juice and they become like crazy. Super strong. soldier. Super SS. <laughs> Is that what they called them? I don't know. That'd be funny though. SS. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they are in uh, Captain America. I've never seen... See, those are the movies where I'm like, I'm probably never going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, o- Overlord's been one... You ever... Uh, what's that game, Wolfenstein? You it's ever exactly that? that. That's exactly what it looked like. So I was like, yep. Dude, I gotta... I gotta... Gotta play... I mean, I gotta watch it because I, I like the Wolfenstein games. Yep. I think at one point, though, uh, Wyatt Russell gets yep. lifted up and put on a meat hook. And then he like unmeat hooks himself, oh. and then continues the day. And gory movie, then, huh? So I don't think in real life you're ever going to survive something like that. I don't think so. I well, just unless you're a SS. Unless you're an SS. Yeah. I don't think he was at that point. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the movie for you. I got to go watch this. He now. has a change of heart, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the whole plot. Uh, was Was the movie extremely gory? Oh yeah, yeah, I big time. So. But like comically, like yeah, they shoot someone in their head, and their head just explodes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> kind of like cool. a Kill Bill scenario. Yeah, huh? yeah, which is cool. Great movie, great movie. Talking, going back to Quentin Tarantino. Never saw number two though. Oh, dude, you got to. It's like one whole movie. I need to see it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, World War Two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy time. Oh, dude, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite battle from World War Two? Oh, geez, too many to count, really. <laughs> <laughs> were, oh, do I? <laughs> they were all so cool. Obviously, Dude. Normandy. You know, man. I I will say, I grew up with a grandfather who was in World War Two, as I'm sure you did as well. Mm, no. Oh, really? I did not. He was in the Korean War. Oh, well, just as crazy and just as actually probably. It's crazy. It's insane because I feel like once after after World War Two, war became like not cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. like World War Two, all those guys are like, bro, we just got bombed by Japan. Let's go fight. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's always been that's always been a sentiment after the, like the, the war on Afghanistan started the same way. Um, but like that was like, I think it was because other than the Revolutionary War. We didn't really have 
many yeah. big like overseas fights uh like and this was like those guys were like dude it's time to go show what america's made of we're about to yeah. go kick some ass yeah and then it started happening a little too much with like the korean war and korean war was like oh dude this is kind of bad and then like vietnam and people were like yeah. oh god this is really bad and not only is it really bad we know that it's really bad like war is really bad we're getting visuals from it too with the news yeah. being like a thing yeah, so. well, I feel like World War II was great because America was just, you know, everyone loved America then. Yeah, we, were we came, we, sa- we saved the day, we're cool guys, yeah. and there was clearly bad guys. Oh, yeah, there was clearly. That's the key. You got to find a clearly defined enemy. And they spoke like this! Oh, yeah, they got skulls on their helmet. They're not. <laughs> They're Dude, nuts. Like, there is, <laughs> you could not paint a more, like, like usually, no. you know, because because you look at it and I'm not trying to get political, but like to us, like to us, we're the good guys. But like to yeah. to people in the Middle East, we're the bad guys, you know. Yeah. But like we don't, and I don't think we dress like bad guys. But like no. the Nazis dressed like bad guys. Like they yeah. were clearly. Oh yeah, these guys are they're committing atrocities. Like Yeah, that would be I always wonder like in war, how do you know who to shoot? But in World War II it'd be so easy. You're easy. Like, the spooky guy. Yeah. The guy, oh, with the all guy black wearing trench all black coat. and he's got like weird red symbols all around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy is probably the one that we need to be shooting. Vaporize at. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take him with out. The flamethrower. <laughs> Dude, like Nazis were like comically villainous. Yeah. Like and not even like I don't know. It's like it was like they were trying to show that they were yeah, the the villains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than Have that. you ever looked into the, like, how into, like, the, uh, uh, I don't think it's, like, supernatural, but, like, uh, mythological, whatever the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for is. Like, all their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, symbology. Yeah. And stuff they pulled from. Because it was, like, the SS, that symbol is like an old ancient Viking ruin for like power and stuff like this. And like all the dudes wore this skull ring. Yeah. And it was like a, the same design as like some other cultures like ring of power. It was like all, all everything they were doing was like trying to be supercharged. Yeah. It was basically their version of crystals. They, were, <laughs> <laughs> they were just weirdo hippies really. They really were. But hippies like to the way wrong. degree, yeah. <laughs> Well, even like you think about like, wasn't the swastika like a sign of like peace? Yeah, which is crazy. Now that's a sign of villainy. Oh, this one guy I used to know, he had a swastika tattoo, and I asked him about it. I was like, "Hey, man, what's up with the tattoo?" And he was like, "I know what you're thinking," which clearly, yeah, you know what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's like, then you probably want to get that moved. He was removed. like, he was like, the German one is facing, it goes clockwise, but the Buddhist one goes counterclockwise, and I'm like, you're an idiot forever thinking you should uh, get that yeah. you know that's the dumbest thing ever so i know what you're thinking i hate the jews it's yeah. like well you're kind of yeah that's been the symbol for like the last 80 years of like, jewish what, hatred i know what you're thinking i'm buddhist but i'm not it's actually <laughs> i actually hate the jews i'm a nazi yep I, but yeah i, I think it's I, I think world war ii is an interesting time i couldn't imagine like growing up during that time but it does seem like it would have been a hell of a time to grow up do you ever think though and this is me being this is not the correct way of thinking i don't think Mm -hmm. but i i feel attached to this idea here for whatever reason i feel like you know what you watch 300 you watch world war ii stuff and i'm like come on i would love this i would love to be one of these i want to be leonidas i would love the opportunity for someone to be like, these guys are bad guys. And it's not black, it's not confusing like Vietnam War. Right. It's just like, these guys are doing bad stuff. Who wants to go put an end to it? I'd be like, Me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if all my friends are going and we're not first in line. <laughs> but, I want them to all stand in front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would be cool to be a part of the winning team where of you know course. you're on the good side and you return a hero. No one's, you know, being super mean to you. Being like you, killer. <laughs> we got stories to tell. God, man. and he can just keep it going too. Yeah. What's up, bud? Hey, no. I don't know what to do. I gotta train him. Yeah, I was listening to McCartney three today. Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But Egypt Central. 
Mm. For you. I uh, love that song. You know what? I fucking hate that song. Really? And the idea of that song. But dude, hearing it live oh. made me love it. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I was like, this song's actually pretty damn good. I just, hold on a second here. I think, can we? I just want to fuck you. The part that I love about it is the part right before that where he's like, I just want to know how you feel. Yeah. Let's see if we can hit this. Yeah. Oh, let's play it real quick into the mic. Okay. I realize why I don't like this song, other than the fact that he's trying to make it sound like fuck you. Yeah. Uh, the other, the lines just kind of seem a little lazy, lazily written. Oh, there's, so, yeah, I could stay up half the night playing with your head. I could yeah. stay up half the night, but I'd rather go to bed. Yeah. But uh, the, honestly, though, you write that in 1960 and you perfect. got a Beatles hit. <laughs> it's perfect. I just always felt like, so like John is by, I'm John, Paul by no means is like a lyrical mastermind. He's a fantastic storyteller, though, which saves him in a lot of situations. He's very colorful with his lyrics. But, dude, there are times when I'm just like, that's a lazy line. Like, yeah, I just want to go out and you make me want to go out and steal just because it rhymed with feel and real. It has nothing to do with anything, yeah, I don't think. Why the hell do you want to go out and steal? But you don't it, explain why you're wanting to go out and steal. Dude, now I'm becoming the condescending artist. There you go. <laughs> but also, you know, I feel like I, I go through phases or whatever or i get self-conscious about judging music like that sometimes yeah. about being like this song sucks or like this part sucks these words are stupid yeah but then i'm like you know i i we got so much time into this it's obviously the thing we care about the most yeah. i feel entitled to say i don't think this is any good I personally know. if it's other crazy. people like it that's fine but like i heard jack white say who's you know he's the guy that is like the pretentious and i think he's the man he's i the love man. But he was saying, same thing. He was like, he's super into architecture. And he was like, and there's all, you know, styles and whatever. He knows all about it. And he was like, if I'm driving down a neighborhood and everyone's house is like a style, and then there's that one stupid house that's like modern, it doesn't fit in. He was like, I'm like, that house sucks, you know? And, but he was like, if you try to do that with music, people call you an idiot, pretentious, whatever. Right. But in everything else, it's okay. It's a good point. So I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, Jack. You know, Jack, this you're song a genius. Stinks. So. <laughs> but, and he's got some bad songs too. <laughs> but um, but the other song, this is why I bring up Ram, is because I was listening to Monkberry Moon Delight. Ooh. Now that song, oh, that might be one of my top ten favorite so songs good. of all time, because his words are. So I sat in the attic, a piano up my nose. And the wind played a dreadful cantata. <laughs> I love the way you just said that. <laughs> and, and the horrible sound of tomato, ketchup, soup, and puree. I love that. I, I forgot about that line. I don't know what he's saying, but I love it. And the horrible sound of tomato. See, do you, you know how he says this part here? This is why I say it so crazily. A way to can dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the whole song he's just screaming oh dude man. he's awesome he's great man dude, and look i think some of his best work is with jet like there's i mean with jet with wings oh my jet God. is probably one of the best works from wings though um well i had that song on the brain obviously but uh but yeah no wings like a lot of what they did was just awesome so some of their stuff is better than the beatles uh 1984? 84. That yeah, song is so cool. Played it live, man. It See, was awesome. <laughs> it must be that weird. piano is awesome, dude. Seeing him live, because it's like, what the hell is he going to play? Is he going to play McCartney 3? Hopefully not. He didn't. He played three <laughs> hours worth of excellent Paul McCartney discography. Three hours of hit after hit after hit after hit. 
from four sh- different bands. I was crazy. Only show I've ever been insanely inebriated at. I say it. I was like, I was really drunk. Uh, and <laughs> I was really drunk. And I still remember every minute of it. It was awesome. I got really emotional, too. Have I ever told you my Paul McCartney live story? No. It's not incredible, but it is I memorable to me. I bet it's incredible. I worked, downplaying it. I worked at the Firefly Festival. Did I tell you that? I feel like you did. Because there's a bunch of stories from that weekend. But they were like, it was right out of high school. Someone was like, do you want to go work at this festival for the weekend? You'll make $200. And I was like, what? Come on. $200 for only working three days, 16 hours a day? That's a great deal. So I went. It sucked so bad. I hated it. It was like the heat swamp. Didn't get to see any. The only, I saw about 30 minutes of Gary Clark one night. That's dope. I he, saw, was in, he was killing it at that time. It was incredible. Yeah. And then I had to go right back to work. Yeah. But then I saw all of the Killers concert, which was cool. Yeah. And then missed all of Paul McCartney, except for, I think, his final song, which was Hey Jude. And What a send-off. I was with me, one of my friends, and this redneck dude who like did not want to be there. He was very angry, and he was super mad at our boss. So, like... We all were walking out, and me and my friend big into hey, like what was happening, you know? Yeah. We're walking towards Paul McCartney as everyone's like, no, 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 no. And it was epic, you know? Like everyone's singing along. I'm tearing up because it's like such a spiritual moment. Yeah. And this guy is just, I have it on recording on my phone because I was like, I want to capture this. And this redneck dude being like, what the hell was up with our boss today? <laughs> 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 the whole recording is Paul McCartney doing Hey Jude and this guy being like, I mean, what was up his ass? <laughs> it is a beautiful Dude, combination. What a mix. Let me ask you this. Speaking of slow songs by Pink Floyd, where do you rank the song Wish You Were Here? I don't think I like that song. Really? I know. David, I, I always say like, you know how you have those like, it's like, what's the greatest song? And you're like, if I had a gun to my head. Yeah. That's my gun to my gun to the head scenario. I prefer Incubus's version. <laughs> <laughs> that cover didn't even have the same words. I don't know Those why little, they keep calling it a cover. They made it their own. That's what I liked about <laughs> it. <laughs> I dig my toes into the sand. It's oh. not even the original first line. Oh, talk about me being just an angsty teen. <laughs> I would just Bro, be Incubus all the time. Incubus is awesome. Oh yeah, they were. Aw- they still are awesome. They still make good music. I don't. I bet they do. I like Nickelback about a thousand times more than Metallica. Metallica I do too. <laughs> I probably do too. Metallica is not a song I like, but Nickelback has definitely some songs. I'm like, this song's cool. Yeah, I, dude. Like how you remind me, I enjoy it. What about uh, the song "Something in Your Mouth"? <laughs> that song sucks. What? That- <laughs> I've never heard that song. You look so much cuter with something in your mouth. Oh, I, okay, I do. I do. Now that's stupid. That's a stu- that's a dirty and <laughs> stupid line. Animal. That's uh, another. See, that's when they, another stupid song. Yeah, when yeah. they go like redneck sex songs, that is where yeah. you're getting made fun of. That's where it's you're like, going bro, wrong. Stop being theory of a dead man. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. They, they're the pinnacle of that. Or, you, or Buck Cherry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Have you heard the song? Uh, Medication, I think, by Theory of a Dead Man. I'm pretty sure I have. It sounds familiar. I'm going to look up these lyrics real quick because I couldn't believe my eyes or ears when this was happening. Oh, it took this song? You couldn't believe it from Bad Girlfriend where they start off the song with My Girlfriend's a Dick Magnet? Oh, I like that song. <laughs> my Girlfriend's a Dick Magnet. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, this is not what I thought it was. Okay, this is the worst song ever made. I'm going to put this on here real quick. Wake up to a cloudy day. Dark goes in and it starts to rain. Staring out to the cage like walls. Time goes by and the shadows crawl. Crushing candy, crushing pills. Got no job, mom pays my bills. Texting nexus, get my fills. Sweating bullets, Netflix chills. World's out there singing the blues. That's an insane lyric. I hate... <laughs> Oh my Sweat god! Bullets. Netflix chills. This feels like that <laughs> that song you showed me between um, uh, uh, 
Ringo and uh oh. and what's his face from the Eagles. Um yep. Joe Walsh. Yep, that one's bad. Or it just sounds like people that should not be using the lines that they're using. No, you can't say Netflix. You can't talk about Candy Crush. <laughs> like, the, just imagine like like uh, someone like Paul McCartney getting up on stage and being like, "Just hanging out on the TikTok." Oh like, God! Be like, no, I know. Shut the fuck up! Yep. Like, don't say that stuff. You do not use TikTok. Yeah. Don't talk about it. You know, well, I I'm not saying theory of a dead man isn't watching their Netflix, but they ain't Netflix and chill. <laughs> or if they're doing it, it's oh. they probably should be investigated. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you gotta listen to this chorus here. What the fuck is this? God hates you because of this damn song. I am. <laughs> oh my I'm candy crushing pills, and then he comes in with the hardest line. I'm so freaking bored. I am so freaking bored. From a band that started a song with My Girlfriend's a Dick Magnet. This comes from a band that has a song about having sex with a dirty, dirty woman. This is definitely the worst song ever written. I think it might be the worst song I've it's that anyone's bad. ever written. It's pretty damn and bad. And yet, hold on a second. It it has 230 million plays, which is just... That's their anthem at their shows. God. And Everybody's like, yeah, medicated! Oh, why, oh, why does God hate me? me this was my guess first I'm going to watch Netflix ever. on my TV. <laughs> this is my first ever concert. Really? Did they open up for somebody? Uh no they headlined, and what what had what, <laughs> what drew you to go see him? Did you love Bad Girlfriend? I loved Bad Girlfriend. Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> I loved because uh, I, I also loved Bad Girlfriend when it first came out. Yep, it was that my brother was like he loves him, and then he was like, "Do you want to go see Theory of a Dead Man?" And I was like, "Are they the people who do Bad Girlfriend?" <laughs> yeah, they had Hate in Hollywood. Uh, that, yep, yeah. Better off, yeah. They had some better songs. off, yeah. Better off was like another big one, for and that them. was just playing on our local hard rock radio station all the time. So That's like, yeah. Oh, my first concert, Theory of a Dead Man. Oh yeah. How was it? I don't really remember them. I just remember exactly, exactly. Yeah. So who knows how he was? But there was a band that opened for him, Blackstone Cherry. You Blackstone Cherry is very good. They were awesome. Yeah, they're so really these guys good. Rock. I listened to them the other day, and they still rock. Yeah, they're really good. Okay. Well, uh, any closing thoughts that you would like to add before I press stop? Um, we had a lot of crazy talks tonight. We went from ghosts to Jews to how terrible the Nazis were and mm-hmm. ended on Limp Biscuit. Yeah. So, um, and everything in between. Yeah, and everything <laughs> in between. So, I, I will bid you adieu. Did on you? That. You had a good time on the Nearly Famous podcast. I had a great time. You'd recommend it to to someone else. I would definitely recommend it. Okay, cool. All right. Would you re- would you recommend the Petries podcast? Well, that's why I asked because I would not recommend that. That's, yeah, it's not really. You know? It's not really good. <laughs> I try. The Petrie podcast, though, I would recommend it. Let's shout it out. If people, right. Hey, if we're 30 right. minutes into this, we recorded for two and a half hours. Did you enjoy being on the Petrie's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Petrie's Picks. Petrie's Picks podcast. Listening to In Rainbows. It was a beautiful time. When's this episode? My episode, this episode that we're recording today's Friday. It's gonna be out Saturday. It's gonna be out tomorrow, probably. What? I'm gonna edit it tonight or tomorrow and put it out. You're an insane person. It's gotta happen fast, or it doesn't happen at all. Okay. In my experience. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So the episode we did two months ago on your podcast mm-hmm. is gonna come out in two months. Uh, January seventeenth, <laughs> I believe, is the official date. Okay. I've been editing everybody's po- podcast recordings and. Okay. Not enjoyable. <laughs> so it's coming. It's coming. It's okay. coming. I have All a right. set day. So mark your calendars, January 17th. I promise. Petrie's picks. It it was not all for naught. I just had that season two. I was wrapping up season one, and I have all these bonus episodes going right now because I'm editing all of these podcasts. In fact, I will still be editing the long-form podcast where we listen to albums while the first few episodes of albums 
full albums is coming out, if that makes any sense. Well, yours is different than mine. Yeah. Mine is random ramblings, and I just trim them. I, I love just it. press delete a lot. A lot of deletes. Lot I'm of delete. sure there will be a lot on this episode. I think so. There's a lot of going all over the place. But Might, maybe even this closing part. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to redo the closing part. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. We're rocking white kicks with your shaggy ass hair. Living in the sub, screaming life ain't fair. You got a fender that you still can't play. And trying to figure out how you can catch a little fame. All you want's the money to be pouring through the seams. Living in